0: Try
1: not to worry about it, Morty. You're a good kid. And there's not a premium on that right now, but you'll be getting girls sometime after Brad's out of shape.
0: You're missing the point, Dad. I don't want girls. I want Jessica.
1: Ah, well, I remember feeling that way about a young lady named your mom. And that's not an urban diss. Your mom was my Jessica. I remember the first time I saw her. I thought...
0: I should get her pregnant, and then she'll have to marry me. I
1: beg your pardon, Rick. Inappropriate. Sorry,
0: please proceed with your story about banging my daughter in high school. I'm not sure you want to take romantic advice from this guy, Morty. His marriage is hanging from a thread.
1: My marriage is fine, thank you.
0: Jerry, it's your house. Whatever you say it is is how it is, but I think a blind man could see that Beth is looking for the door. I barely have a reason to care, and even I notice. Come on, Rick. Don't talk about my parents like that. Listen, Morty, I hate to break it to you, but what people people call love is just a chemical reaction that compels animals to breed. It hits hard, Morty, then it slowly fades, leaving you stranded in a failing marriage. I did it. Your parents are going to do it. Break the cycle, Morty. Rise above. Focus on science. <laughs>
1: Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at MurphysLaw at HoboTrashCan.com.
2: you're listening to Hobo Radio. I hope you enjoy my interview. And now, your
1: host, miniature dog enthusiast, Joel Murphy.
3: Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And today, I am very excited to bring to all of you my interview with Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland, the co-creators of Rick and Morty. This, uh, this obviously was a real treat for me to get to talk to these guys. Uh, now as fans uh, of Hobo trash can already know last year, last February, I got a chance to talk to Justin Roiland, which is very exciting. Uh, and I've never gotten a chance to speak to Dan Harmon before. And if you know me well, uh, you know, those of you who've been tracking me for a while know that I'm a huge fan of Dan Harmon. Uh, I love community. Um, you know, I really have gotten into listening to Harmontown. Town. I just find him to be a, a fascinating guy. I know he can be a bit polarizing, uh, but I just think he's brilliant when it comes to story and writing. And, you know, if you've never gone on to uh, Channel 101 and just read Uh, about his story circle and his thoughts on storytelling. I I highly recommend it, especially if you're a writer. I think the way he kind of talks about the mono myth and breaks it down in a very practical way of like, this is why you should do this. And this is why it works. Uh, Just the way the guy thinks about story and the way he talks about story makes me very happy. And I think the results speak for themselves. I, I love community. I love Rick and Morty. Uh, so I, I was very excited to to get a chance to talk to Dan Harmon, uh, but I will say that going into this interview, I was sort of oddly nervous. I've been doing interviews uh, on the site for almost ten years now, and uh, it, it's weird. I, I don't often get nervous, but I think you know there are a few reasons that I, I really found this uh, interview particularly daunting, and, and one of them was simply. Just the the format of it, you know, normally if I have my preference, if I can, I I like to do longer interviews, you know, more relaxed situation. You know, most of the interviews are are done over the phone, but even so, I I like to have time to talk to the person. Uh, And so if there's a tight schedule, that always makes it harder because you're really, you know, you don't have the time to sort of go in depth the way that I would like to. And that was sort of the situation here. You know, this was part of a press junket. I was slated for about 15 minutes to talk to the guys. So, you know, not a lot of time to go in depth the way I did the last time I talked to Justin Roiland. So obviously that makes things a bit harder, you know, because I want to talk to Dan Harmon. I want to make a connection. And you're really kind of on a time crunch. And on top of that, you're doing an interview in a situation where you know, he's been doing press all day. You know, both these guys are sitting in a room. They're they're rattling off site after site. So you don't want to fall into a rhythm where you're just asking them the same questions they've been asked 8 million times and just getting rote answers, which is easy to fall into if you're the person being interviewed. You, you just start piling up stock answers and you kind of get checked out on the process. So I didn't want that to happen. I wanted something unique. And also, I think just – The thing that kind of weighed on me in the back of my mind was when I did interview Justin Royal and I I asked him about Dan Harmon. And the thing that he said that stuck in the back of my mind was that Dan Harmon can be intimidating in person. And he said when he first met him that he thought Dan Harmon didn't like him. And then he said he talked to other people and kind of realized everybody thinks that. So there's just something about Dan Harmon that he kind of can give off a vibe where he's hard to read and maybe makes you question whether he likes you or not. So I had, you know, obviously I I have a tremendous amount of respect for this guy. I think he's talented. I wanted him to like me. Uh, and I wanted to get a good interview out of him. And so I was sort of nervous in a way that I'm not normally nervous to get something memorable. And I'm happy to say, that, you know, even given the time crunch, I think that I did, you know, if I can be sort of non humble for a minute, I I think we did get something unique. And I I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Uh, It started out, you know, playing into my fears of whether he'd like me or not by asking me for my full name, and then wondering if I was one of the Joel's he had met who he didn't like. So it, it sort of started on a rocky note that, that made me wonder how it was going to turn out. But I think that actually ended up working really well because I think that loosened the interview up and kind of set the tone as this playful tone going forward. And I knew I was good when I got Dan Harmon to do a Law and Order riff, so which you'll hear in the interview. Once we hit that, I was like, okay, he's he's loosened up. This is something fun. This is something different. And, and I felt pretty good. And I really do Like how it turned out. I mean, you know, between you and me, I'd love a chance to have a longer interview with Dan Harmon someday. But I I think it turned out well, and and not to shortchange Justin Roiland by any chance. I love talking to Justin. Uh, It was good to catch up with him again. I'd love to do another long form interview with him as well. But what you guys are going to hear today, I I definitely think you will enjoy. And you know, they're they're great guys, and they're really fun to talk to, and and I enjoyed having. A few fun, memorable moments with them that I will certainly treasure, and I hope you guys really dig as well. So, without further ado, here is my interview with Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. Hello. Hey. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Good, good. Thanks so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: Joel, uh, Joel what's the last name? Murphy. Oh, hey. All right. Just wondering if we'd met before.
3: Uh, no. Oh. Is there another Joel you're thinking of, or?
1: <laughs> No, I, well, I know I, there. There actually wasn't. There's. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you Your dog's name is Murphy, though, right? Uh, There's a couple of Joels that I that I don't like over a 20 year period of uh, and I because I cause I didn't get your last name, I just wanted to see if you were one of them.
3: Okay, I yeah, I you know I should I one po- of the good ones. Okay, good. I don't know if I need to apologize. No, no, you don't have Joel's. to apologize for the Joels. Okay, do you want to work through? No, no, don't do that. Okay, we've got time. Do you want to like work through? I can be whatever Joel you need me to be. Like, if you want me, if no, yeah, you... I've okay. I'm just making sure if there's something you want to say, you can, you can say it to me. I can take it.
1: (laughs) No, it's okay. (laughs)
3: Uh, well, um, so you guys, is this, uh, are you doing like a big press junket for Rick and Morty? Is that what you guys are up to today or?
0: Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, like just a handful of different interviews uh, this morning. Yeah.
3: Oh, nice. Um, so, um, how does it feel? I mean, you guys, you're getting ready to come back uh, for season two. Obviously, the show, uh, you know, it, it seems beloved. The, the network's been really supportive. You guys have this big fan base. Uh, is that a good feeling? Or are you guys kind of uh, terrified of your success at this point and kind of concerned about the new season?
1: I think if we were terrified of our success, we got that out of our system at the beginning of writing season two. That was the time to be terrified because we didn't know what, that meant, um, our responsibilities were, uh, et cetera. We are now that now that episodes have leaked among them, probably our least favorite, uh, and people still liked them. Um, we, now adult swim has been so supportive and is, it has has doubled down on that support for season two. I mean, I think basically at this point, not to speak for Justin, but we're kind of on cloud nine.
0: Yeah. No I I would agree with that. It's, it's 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 amazing.
3: So what was the approach like when you guys sat down how did you tackle season 2? Like what was the thought process going in?
0: Um I mean aside from just being a little a little overwhelmed with 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 the response and sort of having that weight on our shoulders uh creatively we uh we, we kind of approached it the same way we did season season one in just terms of pulling ideas. I think I think one of the changes we made is we, we were thinking, um, well obviously right out of the gate, how can we top, you know, ourselves, but which is never a good thing. But 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 also what different pairings of the family can we play with that we didn't do in season one? Like what would happen if we put Rick and, and Jerry together or Rick and Summer together and what kind of stories would come from that and and, you know, just filling the whiteboard up with ideas and, um, and just following the ones that made us the happiest. But, but yeah, I mean, we definitely, we definitely, I think, I don't know if it was a conscious decision, but I think that it, we're, we're much more galactic or intergalactic this season. Uh, a lot more space travel as opposed to dimension hopping. There still is dimension hopping, but, but, but there's a lot more actual space travel going on this season which I think is something we didn't – we did a little bit in season season one, but but we, we, we had a lot of fun doing that in season two.
3: Were there any uh, pairings that surprised you guys when you started mixing and matching people? Like did you kind of get results that you didn't expect or, or sort of like saw aspects of characters mm-hmm. that you hadn't seen?
0: Um, I would say like Rick and Summer probably, the the the, the one that – started to surface towards the end of season one, you know, we did the, the needful things episode and we, we really, well, and also we did the, we did the, uh, the, uh, the sex robot, uh, Gazorpian storyline with, with Rick and and Summer. But I think, I think uh, in season two, we, 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 we we really, I don't know. In season one, we enjoyed those storylines. We enjoyed writing uh, Rick and Summer stuff. And I think we, we we found in season two that, that um, that's a strong pairing for sure. Uh, I mean, uh, equally as strong possibly as, as Rick and Morty together. Um, and we had a lot of fun with that going into season two.
3: I think you guys have forever uh, made X go and give it to you a, a wonderful – like every time I hear that song now, I just think of that <laughs> that montage. Uh, so what – I'm sorry. You have no
0: g- idea how hard that was to, to clear –
3: <laughs> like was DMX's lawyers difficult to deal with or
0: No, it was that DMX is off the fucking grid. The guy is off the grid. <laughs> like it was impossible to clear because or it was not impossible. We we did it, but it was very hard because he doesn't use the internet. I don't even know if he has a phone. He only has that dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's his sole recourse to to social networking. We we went we, we actually we actually found the guy that wrote the, the beat. Uh, our, our writer's assistant assistant Adam Colas, found that dude on, on on the internet, emailed him. The guy said to our writer's assistant, Your good luck. It was like a Law and Order episode. Like, we, like, like <laughs> the
1: the guy that wrote the beats is unloading fish off a truck while he's talking to us. Sure, I wrote a song with DMX.
3: But you <laughs> but know who do you do it re- again?
1: Why is that? <laughs> After he finished, he just vanished Come on, we don't do Vanished at NYPD Look, I'm telling you what I'm telling you You want more information? You gotta talk to BMI Dun dun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We talked to
0: also three different Managers who we were all told This is his manager and every One of them said, I've been fired He fired me Like <laughs> We finally found a guy Who was his actual manager and that's how we
1: did it It was the dog, it was the dog. <laughs> And he was like
0: and that was the easiest deal we ever made. Yeah. <laughs> 50 cents. Uh so I'm, uh, I'm not, I I didn't even mean that to be a reference to the rapper, but <laughs> <I just realized. laughs> Uh what uh <coughs> the other reds doesn't make. What, um yeah.
3: <laughs> uh what what is the episode that you said you're, you're not excited about? I have not watched any of the leaked episodes because I I want to wait, but uh what you said that one of the ones was you guys weren't excited about what what was it about? We, that? Were just,
1: we were just very, we were very nervous about the very first one because yeah. it was, I, it was very complicated and hard to write. And it, the, the ratio of, of frustration to joy was high. And we typically that skews our perspective on something, you know, like I guess great things have been made that way, but um you as a as a creative you tend to resent things that are difficult because why should they have to be? We've all <laughs> we've all created quite a lot of happiness for people effortlessly. We've all experienced that. So when something is hard, it's like, you know, fuck this thing. So it, 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 and, and so every little every little detail of that episode
0: that's that that that's not perfect, we kinda go, oh, this piece of crap. Uh, you know, but I was the more vocal one. And I think I, I said something somewhere that that got quoted right during the time where I was posting color or 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 it was I don't know when it was, but it was during a rough patch on that episode that, that we were still trying to, you know, fix. And uh, ultimately, I think it turned out. I mean, hindsight being 2020, 20, I think I think it's it's fine. I mean, some of the some of the the larger like problems that I had with it are still present, but I haven't really heard anyone else but me vocalize those issues. So, so I'm just you know I'm I'm happy I'm happy so far that people uh, seem to really like it.
3: <clears throat> that's good. That's I heard that's why Dmx stays off the grid though. He doesn't you know once he releases a song he just yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, so yeah,
0: it's a good, it's a good uh,
3: reason. <laughs> so, what are you guys most excited about this season? Is there anything in particular that you you really excited for people to see, or, or that you're really like, you were like, we nailed it? Was there was there an episode like that?
0: There, there's 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 moments and episodes that, that I'm really really excited for people to see. I can't. I mean, without getting spoilery, um, there there there. Let's see, what's an episode? I mean, there's a lot of like. I'm just really excited to get obviously past the two episodes that leaked um and 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 i think every single episode this season is really really good and i cannot wait for people to see them um we got to screen one of the one of the like later episodes at at austin at the atx festival and it, it it went over so well and it was it's just such a fun episode um i mean Without getting too spoilery, it's, it's kind of, it kind of has a music component to it. Um, which we had a lot of fun with and it's just absurd. It's, it's really, really great. Um, it's our first sort of dipping our toe in the water of, of, of music, music based stuff. It's not a musical by any stretch of the imagination, but it has music components to it. Um, I'm excited for that one to air. But there's just a lot of really great stuff coming this season that I can't wait for people to see. And I'm really excited to hear what, what the reaction is. What, what are people's favorites? And, you know, I'm curious.
3: Is, will there be any, uh, Dan Harmon freestyle rapping in the, uh, the musical episode?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> no, there should be. There should have been. I don't know how, we, <laughs> you know what? There absolutely should have been. God damn it. No, we. Got, oh yeah, I did the flu hating rap at season
1: one. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. There's a there's a there's 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 enough music
0: musical joy coming up in this season. <laughs> there there was there, there's a there's a fucking perfect. There would have been a perfect opportunity to to put that in the music episode, but I didn't think about it. Yeah, I, well, I didn't either. I, I the, 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 This guy's the
1: only one in the room that that thinks of me and rapping uh, <laughs> just, just going together.
3: Did they, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Also, I just had one more question for Justin, too, of are you worried, like, with uh, all the recent uh, Bill Cosby stuff that that's tarnished uh, the legacy of House of Cosby's?
0: No, listen, here's the thing. Here's my thoughts on Bill Cosby is he was a hero of mine. I looked up to him. I loved the guy growing up, uh, and I was heartbroken when that shit hit. I was, like, fucking bummed out. I was, like, you know, just... it sucks. It's like there's there's no heroes, no nobody, there's no there's no good guys. It just fucking bums me out. and uh, it, it it's 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 emotional. It makes me want to cry, like seriously, it's fucking sucks. Um, And you know i I had always thought, oh, I'll go back and finish the House of Cosby's thing, but it's like I'm not gonna touch it now. I mean, there's just no there's no way to do that unless it's a rape joke and it's like, I don't who cares it
3: sucks. Well, be happy to know that I associate. I can't even
0: watch the Cosby Show.
3: Yeah, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, be happy to know that I, I associate Dan with rapping and you with Bill Cosby. So that's that's where both of you are.
0: <laughs> my, oh, man, <laughs> I do not want to be associated with Bill Cosby
3: anymore. <laughs> Such a bummer. Uh, well, I uh, I know you guys are limited on time, but I guess just real quick here at the end, uh, how how was Comic Con? Did you guys just, you guys just got back from there, right?
0: Yeah, it was awesome. It was really fun. My voice is still recovering. I can't do Morty right now. <laughs> I have <laughs> I have pick soon, so I gotta get that sorted. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was awesome. To, to, the fan reaction is 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 overwhelming and 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 magical to see.
3: Did you did you guys get to do any exploring, or were you pretty much just uh, stuck to your your events and stuff? Or did you actually get to see other parts of Comic Con?
0: Um, no, I mean it was like equal parts. You know, uh, I don't want to call it work because it was fun, but equal parts, you know, promoting the show and panels and, and, and then, and then just having fun going around. Um, Comic Con's always such a, a clusterfuck because you cannot, at least from my experience, you can't plan anything. You, you'll say, hey, let's meet, the, let's meet up at Comic Con to somebody and you'll just, you'll try your hardest and you'll never cross paths with them like i a lot of a lot of time spent at comic con is trying to meet somebody and then by the time you get to where they were they're gone to somewhere else and so you go to that place and then they've gone somewhere else or vice versa like their people are trying to go to where you are and you're you're not um so that was like you know that's that's a lot of what comic con is i mean and then along the way it's just an adventure along the way it's like you're 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 you sort of have an end game that never really comes to fruition but a- along the path you're having fun and running into people so but it's a blast yeah it's just crazy there's nothing quite like comic-con i don't think
3: well awesome i i just want to say thanks so much for doing this guys i i'm a huge fan of the show and i I think you're both brilliant and i i appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to me
1: oh thank you for paying attention
3: (laughs) and also i i hope i've sort of redeemed yeah i sort of hope i've redeemed joel's in your mind a bit
1: Oh yeah. I mean, this is, this really brings up the average for sure. (laughs) I mean, I've, I've, I know a lot of great Joel's, uh, it's like an Uber score, you know, it only takes, it only takes a couple of, uh, threes to get you down to a 4.8, even though you are always a great passenger.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Awesome. Well, well, thanks so much guys. I really appreciate it. All All right. Thank you. So there you have it, my talk with Dan Harmon and Justin Royland, And I was right, right? That was fun. That, that You know, given the constraints, given the time limit, I think we got something good there. And, uh, you know, I definitely enjoyed talking to the guys. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening. I do want to take a minute, you know, to thank Adult Swim for setting up this interview. And, of course, to let you guys know that, you know, Rick and Morty Season 2 premieres Sunday, July 26th at 1130. Make sure to check that out. And, uh, you know, if you dug this interview, go on Hobo Trash Can and you you can find the previous interview I did with Justin Roiland. You can find I recently did an interview with Chris Parnell. You can go back. There is a podcast version of that as well. So you can listen to that or you can read that. Uh, And, you know, go check out. There's plenty of other interviews that I guarantee you guys will enjoy. There's an Allison Brie one in there somewhere, you know. So if you're a community fan, make sure to find that. And thanks so much for listening. And as always, remember kids, don't do drugs or you go to hell before you die first we're gonna rock then we gonna
2: roll then we let it pop don't let it go ex gonna give it to you he gonna give it to you ex gonna give it to you he gonna give it to you first we gonna rock then we gonna roll then we let it pop don't let it go ex gonna give it to you he gonna give it to you ex gonna give it to you he gonna give it to you ex gonna give it to you fuck with you to get it on Open up the door, it's real With the non-stop pop-pop of stainless steel Go hard, getting busy with it But I got her, such a good heart I'll make a motherfucker wonder if he did him damn right And I'll do it again Cause I'm right and I got to win Oh, first we're gonna rock Then we're gonna roll Then we we'll let it pop Don't let it go ex gon' give it to ya He gon' give it to ya X gon' give it to ya He gon' give it to you First we're gonna rock I got to bag it up. I like the way you work working. No diggity. I got to bag it up. It's going to rot. I wish that shotgun was my penis. If it were, you could call me Ernest Hemingway. I don't get it, and I don't need to. Mm-hmm. Hobo Radio is a production of
1: HoboTrashCan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Thundergrunt Podcast Network.